Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? And welcome to ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way throughout the offseason, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. We've got daily articles on news, analysis, opinion, and much more over there on the website. Remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. Before we do any of that, though, let's talk about Dan Quinn. According to Tom Pellicero from NFL Network, Dan Quinn is back with the Dallas Cowboys. The defensive coordinator, according to Pellicero, informed interested teams that he is staying in Dallas. Of course, we do know that Quinn was a top candidate for the Cardinals. He had two interviews in Arizona. He also interviewed with the Colts, the Broncos, and for quite a while, he was considered a top candidate for them as well. But according to Pellicero, his heart is in Dallas, and he wants to win a Super Bowl there. Now, according to other reporters, that also has to do with it. For example, Ed Verder from ESPN tweeted out that Dan Quinn told him that he really wants to win here in Dallas. My question from me to you is, before we get into the risky bet that Dan Quinn is making by staying here and why Cowboys Nation should love it, my question for me to you is, what is your one word to describe Dan Quinn's return? Let me know in the chat. We will also talk later, by the way, about uh, Kellen Moore. We'll talk about some of the bye-byes by the Cowboys over the last 24 hours as well. Conversation has shifted significantly already from the last time that we talked, and it's going to be an interesting show. Shout out to all of you in the chat. By the way, we've got uh, Blue Dabs over on YouTube. We've got Andre. We've got Toxic Tom, Gregory, Trix, Tommy, Jones as well. Uh, we've got Danny Fountain saying Roll Tide. There you go. I want to go home, says Tommy. What does that mean? What does that mean? All right. Awesome, says Charlene. Bruce Kind of cheats and uses three words here, but I will accept it because he just says LFG. There you go. <laughs> Elated, says El Tino. Epic for Katara. Repeat for Tommy915. Blessed for uh, Nobles Royalty. Questionable for Bill. Hmm, wonder what that means, though. Gregory goes with relief. Toxic Tom says misdirection. Here's my answer. And I know that our expectations for the Cow for the Cowboys are, you know, somewhere somewhere down here. Maybe even lower, though. Maybe close to the floor. However, I'm going to go with 
promising. Here is why. I think Dan Quinn is making a risky bet by staying in Dallas. And it is a bet that Cowboys Nation should love. Here is my reason why. Dan Quinn is buying Cowboys stock. And I don't necessarily mean that he's betting tickets for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl next season. I don't think that is the case. But the fact that Dan Quinn is staying for a third year as Cowboys defensive coordinator when he's been a top head coach candidate for two consecutive years says to me that he believes he can be successful for another year in Dallas. And that is important. That is more important than it would be if Dan Quinn was an offensive coordinator. You guys know me. I love analytics. I love advanced stats. And if there's one big takeaway from them over the last few years, and I mean maybe even over a decade, they have told us one thing. Defensive success is more difficult to sustain over the long term on defense than it is on offense. Why has that takeaway been a conclusion that analytics has reached? Because if you compare the top five offenses in the NFL from year to year, they are more likely to remain similar than defenses. You can have one of the best defenses in the NFL, and it can be a bottom 12 unit one year later. Defensive results are more volatile than offense. So the fact that Dan Quinn is so confident, confident enough to say, you know what? I can do it, do it all again for a third year and be right back in the head coaching race in the 2024 offseason is meaningful. I really believe that. It's crazy that Dan Quinn is showing this kind of confidence. I don't know if it will translate into the Super Bowl that Cowboys Nation wants, that a Cowboys Nation is desperate for. But I do think that the fact that Dan Quinn is saying, I can do it all once more for a third year is great. Especially when you pair it with the fact that he already did what, what, what had not been done since the 70s, leading the NFL in takeaways in consecutive seasons. The fact that he could do it again to tie the Steelers of those years is crazy as well. And then also you can consider the fact that this is a very young defense. And you've got very young players that are still being developed. The fact that they are getting another year with Dan Quinn is also exciting. And finally, last but not least, you could also throw in there in a more pessimistic way that the Cowboys have a plan B in their coaching staff waiting to happen. Like, say things blow up for Michael McCarthy next year or two years from now. Charlene Evans is exactly right. He knows he's next up as head coach after McCarthy. I agree with that. I think that is the case. If things go south. In the meantime, though, he can sit back and he can say, I am a hot head coaching candidate. I am a hot commodity. And he can be selective. He can say, you know what? I don't want to go with Denver. I don't want to go through all of the Russell Wilson drama. Maybe he says, oh, I know Russell Wilson quite well. I played on the, I coached on the same team that he played. Uh, I don't want to hear his, I don't want to hear his sideline speeches again. But all kidding aside, uh, Dan Queen can be selective with things. But it's a tough bet. It's a risky bet because it can, like if the defense becomes an average unit or, you know, below average next offseason, not because 
Dan Quinn becomes a bad coach or anything like that just because it's hard to sustain defensive success. He could disappear as a as a coaching candidate. You know, you can look right at Byron Leftwich last offseason. And I know it's a more extreme example. Last offseason, the box offensive coordinator was one of the biggest names in the coaching search. He had coached the Tom Brady offense to a Super Bowl. He had coached under Bruce Arians. He was right back in the playoffs last offseason. Teams were interviewing him. Fast forward one year, and the box fired him. We'll talk about our own offensive coordinator in a while, by the way. But in the meantime, I'm excited about Dan Quinn returning. I think that everyone in Cowboys Nation is. Wasn't it funny that Mike McCarthy essentially said, oh yeah, Kellen Moore and every single coach in, coach in this staff will be evaluated. So don't come at me with Kellen Moore questions. And then he turned right back 10 minutes later and he said, oh yeah, also, F yeah, Dan Queen is back. That was funny to me. That was funny as heck to me. Let me see some of your comments here in the chat before we get into some of the other Cowboys coaching staff moves, and then we can get into Kellen Moore. Let's see here. Blue Dab says Dan Queen has been getting getting paid. He's Falcons head coach contract still plus X for now. Jerry raising that to head coach money of today's rate. He is one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the NFL. Billy Renfro says, great news about Queen staying. I cannot wait to see what they add to this defense in the offseason. Hopefully, another linebacker, cornerback, and defensive tackle. I agree that all of those are pretty much a team need for this team. Let's see. Oh, this is this is exactly what I was getting to, actually. Thank you to Toxic Tom. He says, why are so many McCarthy pro coaches getting canned? And the actual problem is still here. Man, that was a curveball. The last 24, 48 hours have been weird for the Cowboys coaching staff and the respective moves. Just last night, we talked here about the Cowboys moving on from George Edwards and moving on from Skip Pitt. Those two, to me, were surprises. I was not expecting Dallas to move on from those two, especially George Edwards, who I looked at as a potential Dan Quinn candidate, a replacement candidate. Now, of course, he doesn't have to be replaced, but before we knew that he was headed back, I thought George Edwards could take over, or Joe Witt Jr. as well. So when Dallas moved on from Edwards, that to me was a surprise. But they were not McCarthy guys. George Edwards, Skip it. I don't think they were McCarthy guys, even though Edwards did arrive at the same time in 2020. You already had history with the franchise, so I didn't look at it that way. But then later that same night, just before we went to sleep, maybe some people woke up to this news. The Cowboys also announced that they were moving on from Joe Philbin, certified Mike McCarthy guy, Rob Davis, certified Mike McCarthy guy, and pretty much every other coach with an expiring contract. So that was... Very surprising. The fact that the guys at the Cowboys are letting go form a weird mix of franchise guys and Mike McCarthy guys. So what looked like for a very brief moment last night as maybe Mike McCarthy taking over the staff 
now he's gone. I don't know if I can say that that is the case right now. I know they may be, they, they are maybe pushing for change in some of these underneath spots in the coaching staff, but it's definitely not exactly Michael McCarthy taking over when Joe Philbin and, and Rob Davis go. Now, I don't want Ryan Schottenheimer either, Blue Dabs. I know that everyone's fearing Ryan Schotty coming to Dallas, although it is certainly a possibility because he is another certified Mike McCarthy guy. We know the history there. Oh, I, I had not heard about Joe Philbin, man. Having like uh, potential health issues off the field. I will not even gonna, I will not lie. I had not heard that. Hopefully he's okay though. Billy Renfro commented about that. He says, uh, I heard that Joe Philbin might have health issues. So hoping for the best for him. Oh, I had not heard that. Uh, man, if that is the case, hopefully, hopefully uh, he, he turns out, you know, healthy out of that situation. I don't know what that is about. I would trust Brian over Kellen Moore. That's who Mike McCarthy wants, says Toxic Tom. Let the man be the coach. I don't know if I would trust Brian Moore over Kellen Moore. I really, I really wouldn't go that far yet. But let's talk about Kellen Moore because he's certainly a big part of the conversation right now. My question for me to you is, after Mike McCarthy said today that, you know, he doesn't really want to play this game today, that game being asking about Kellen Moore. They pressed him a little bit. The Cowboys media did. Mike McCarthy seemed like he didn't want to talk about it. They pressed him. And McCarthy fired back. I don't want to play this game today. It's been a long couple of days. Kellen Moore, like all other coaches, is being evaluated. And the evaluation is ongoing. Mike McCarthy also said that it might not take long for us to get an answer because they are meeting tomorrow. Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy are meeting on Friday. So maybe by the time that we talk again on Sunday night, we will already know where things are headed. So for now, my question from me to you is, truth or false? You already know where this is going. Truth or false, Kellen Moore is gone. Let me know in the chat while you give me your answers. And before I give you mine, though, let me talk to you about the guys that make ADZ Sports Dallas primetime possible, Freeman Mazda. And remember... This is a family-owned business for over 65 years. You're getting A-plus customer service when looking for your new car. And you can check out the headquarters dealership over in Irving, Texas. You can check out the website, though, as well, FreemanMazda.net. And the ride of the week, ladies and gentlemen, which we are about to discuss, is the none other than the 2023 MX-5 Miata Sport. This one starts at $28,965. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto. Keyless entry, push to start, convertible roof, a blind spot monitor, and a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city. That goes up to 34 when you are in the highway. Remember that when you choose Freeman Mazda, you're choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. 
So there you go. They are bringing you prime time. Thank you to them. Thank you to you for checking FreemanMazda.net out. Now the big question. Now the big question. Is Kellen Moore gone? Let's see. True or false? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The chat is on fire. Catera Jones is true. Floyd writes is false. Toxic Toms is false. Mike isn't allowed to fire him. Danny goes with true. Kellen gone, says Danny Savage. False, says Charlene Evans. Sebastian goes with truth. Michael H. says, I believe that if Moore was staying, McCarthy would have said it. If he was staying, then McCarthy, quote, would be an insult. That is exactly right, Michael. That's why I'm going with truth. Michael nailed it. I don't know that you go out there and you say that, man. And we've kind of seen it happen. Again and again and again across the entire NFL, not even talking about the Cowboys. If you're staying, chances are they're going to back you up right from the start. And if they don't back you up in day one, it will take less than 24 hours for them to ratify that comment. Maybe the PR team gets involved or something like that. But the fact that Mike McCarthy was asked about Kellen Moore, and then he was non-committal. And then the reporters doubled down and they said, let us know what you mean about Kellen Moore. He's going to be evaluated. Evaluated how? Just, just like Joe Pesci in the movie. Funny how? Evaluated how? What do you mean he's going to be evaluated? And Mike McCarthy didn't, didn't really provide any sort of additional insight other than he had not met with Kellen Moore yet. He's evaluating people and that the two are set to meet each other on Friday. I'm going to go with truth. I just, I have a very hard time believing that Mike McCarthy went out and treated things like that. And then Kellen Moore comes back. That would be a sucky situation for Kellen Moore. Basically, your head coach went out there and he said, I don't know if Kellen Moore is good enough to stay as our offensive coordinator. And then he's going to then he's gonna turn right around 24 hours later and he's going to say, yes, I looked at the tape. He is good enough to be our Cowboys offensive coordinator. Isn't that weird? <laughs> You're a funny guy. It's a toxic Tom. Yeah, man. <laughs> Goat scene. Best movie scene of all times. <laughs> Hit the old boy with he's on the evaluation, on the review. This is Michael H. Yeah, man. Toxic Tom says, Mo, what can he say? We all know it's not his call to begin with. Man, I just know that if he had if he if he was staying, what he could have said was, Yes, Kelly Moore is coming back. Especially when, you know, the Carolina Panthers are no longer an option for Kellen Moore, which was my working theory last night. You know, maybe they're waiting to see what happens with the Panthers, what happens with Kellen Moore. Maybe they don't want to interfere that process at all because that would be like not a cool thing to do. But now that, you know, they're going with Frank Reich, who, by the way, fun fact, is the first ever quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, which is crazy that he's now going to be the head coach of them. I like Frank Reich. I think that he's a good head coach. 
Let me ask if Jerry, let me ask Jerry if I can fire my OZ. Kellen Moore needs to be shipped to the European Football League, says Tommy915. The Canadian one is still too close. I wonder what happens if Kellen Moore does not come back. I would need to double check which teams are still looking for an offensive coordinator, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if he finds a job very quickly. Even though we know that, you know, he has some issues. I think that uh, Killen would be finding a job very quickly. And he's also a coach that could work in the college football world, right? So that's also kind of an option. But I would bet that Kellen Moore isn't unemployed football-wise in 2023. I don't think that he will last a long time being available, not going to lie. Tommy915 says, nobody wants Kellen Moore, Mo. I don't know. I think that someone will want him. Even though I, I am leaning towards the Cowboys not staying with him. Anthony says, uh, does, killing, does uh, Cliff Kingsbury want an OC job? I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury is up to. I know that he is, of course, no longer with the Arizona Cardinals. That would be quite the transition from a coach like Kellen Moore to Cliff Kingsbury. Just like, you know, multiple tight ends, running the football to going full air raid coach would be a fun transition. I'm not even going to say that it wouldn't be fun. Danny Savage says Byron Leftwich, best of uh, best out there, says Danny Savage. The thing about Byron Leftwich, to me, is that you're not going to get exactly what Cowboys Nation has been asking for. You're not going to get... Excuse me. You're not going to get a coach that makes life easier on the quarterback. I think you're going to get a coach that actually will put more on the plate of the quarterback. Because Leftwich is more of this traditional offense that he works with. It's not like easy reads or something like that. It's just making decisions from the pocket, making full field reads. And they do run the football a lot. They ran the football a lot with Leftwich. At, at offensive coordinator would it be an interesting move, but I think that it's not that aggressive shift that this team needs on offense. I do think that whatever happens at offensive coordinator, whether it's Kellen Moore, whether it's Mike McCarthy taking over, which I think would be essentially what would happen if Kellen Moore is gone. It would be like Mike McCarthy calling the place or Mike McCarthy getting a guy to run his offense, not delegating it anymore. Just, this is Mike McCarthy's offense now, more West Coast itch, even though those are blurry lines nowadays in the NFL. Every offense runs a little bit of everything, but you know what I mean. He did talk about it today, by the way. He did say they want to run some different plays. They want to do some different stuff. So stay tuned for that too. Jason Garrett, an offensive coordinator. He never got a fair chance, says Toxic Tom. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of fair chances, did you hear about the Tom Landry quote, guys? Because that was interesting. <laughs> For those of you who missed the press conference or missed the notes on the press conference, Mike McCarthy said, half-jokingly, but it sounds like Jerry Jones did tell him that. Jerry Jones told Mike McCarthy, according to the Cowboys head coach, that he wants him to coach the franchise as long as Tom Landry did. 
So, you know, 26 years more left to go to reach that mark. <laughs> Jerry said, <laughs> Jerry bringing up a coach who he fired as a compliment. <laughs> oh, man. Got to draft a line. Got to draft two offensive line and two day three running back. Says Danny Savage. Got to draft two offensive linemen and two day three running backs. Is it Danny Savage comment? Okay, sorry I misread that at first. Mike McCarthy is better than Jason Garrett. Says Matthew Villegas. No, 100%, man. Uh, uh, they, they were joking with the Jason Garrett comment. No, no worries there. Quincy Carter for offensive coordinators is Rex. Okay, okay. Now the chat is getting crazy. Real issue is the offense to, to get that Super Bowl is Alex Flores. I agree. How about as long as Jimmy Johnson, says Anthony. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Moving on a little bit here, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here. It is Thursday night. It is the final show of the week. The next time that we talk to each other, there's going to be an a AFC championship game being played on the TV. So as we get ready for that, let me talk to you, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the, the, the games. Let me know in the chat. Let, let's make some quick predictions out there. Who do you got advancing to Super Bowl 57? It is going to be played in Arizona, and it is going to be either... Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, or it's going to be the AFC defending champions, the Cincinnati Bengals. And then on the other side, you could have the NFC East Eagles, damn it, once more. And of course, the 49ers who eliminated the Cowboys. So it's kind of a lose-lose there for Cowboys Nation. Who do, you, who do you got advancing to Super Bowl 57? Toxic goes with Bengals-Eagles. Bengals-Eagles for Russell. Eagles is Floyd. Rex goes with Chiefs. Eagles. Man, that's the most common answer from what I can see. Dan goes with Cincy, Philly. Charlie and Eagles, Bengals. San Francisco versus Cincy. So is Tommy now 1-5. Man, Philly Bengals is by far the most common answer in the chat right now. Philly Cincinnati. 49ers versus Bengals. And I got to tell you, all right, so the most common Super Bowl match predicted by the chat is Bengals-Eagles. And then if you filter it down to the AFC, I don't see many people giving the Chiefs a chance out here. Bengals-Eagles, Eagles-Bengals. Cather uh, Jones does go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go in the NFC side of things. I am taking the Eagles. And the 49ers, sorry, very good football team. I just think that the Eagles are very complete. Everything just looks easy to them, like very, very easy to them. Surprisingly so. They run the football. They run RPOs. It's going to be very fun, though, to see how they attack the 49ers defense because as we learned on the divisional round, the 49ers are good taking away the middle of the field. They are very good at that. But the Eagles have A.J. Brown, and they can leave off of those 50-50 balls on the outside the same with Devontae Smith, but also they can do a lot of sideways stuff, a lot of it. So I'm taking the Eagles on that one. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I am looking forward to seeing Fred Warner against this Philadelphia Eagles offense because he is going to be in a very tight spot 
but he is one of the best defenders in football. If we're looking at it objectively, that moment in which Dak Prescott tries to find C.D. Lamp over the middle of the field and the football hits both of C.D.'s hands, that's a tremendous play from Fred Warner. I'm not blaming Dak on that one. I am not blaming C.D. I am just recognizing that Fred Warner is a heck of a football player. But give me the Eagles on that one, advancing to the Super Bowl once more. And then on the other side of things, I'm taking the Chiefs. Sounds like uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to play. And definitely sounds like he is going to be healthy enough. And I think that it's a different warfare in the trenches than it was in Buffalo last weekend. I think that the Chiefs have a top five offensive line in the NFL right now. And, you know, without Von Miller... The Bills were a team that was unable to pressure the quarterback. Joe Burrow is going to be playing behind three backup offensive linemen once more. But the difference is that the Chiefs are a top five team in pressure rate. They blitz efficiently with Steve Spagnuolo, but they can get to the quarterback with just four guys, which is key against a guy like Joe Burrow. So give me Kansas City in that one. I also think that, you know, the Chiefs have been thinking about these Bengals for a long, long time. They didn't get that revenge in the regular season. They might get it now, though. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs on that one just when everyone everyone is doubting them. Uh, they have been my Super Bowl champion pick since the offseason, preseason, start of the regular season, once more in the postseason. They've been my Super Bowl pick all throughout 2022. So I cannot back out of that pick now. Uh, give me the Chiefs and the Eagles, and I'm sure that we'll talk about it, but give me the Chiefs winning it all in the Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes finally, you know, quote-unquote, finally, the guy is still a very young quarterback getting that uh, Super Bowl ring, second Super Bowl ring. I think Marino is the only rookie QB to, to play in a Super Bowl in 84, says Toxic Tom. I think so, too. I think that he's the only rookie... I do know that no one has ever won it, obviously. Would be crazy to see Brock Purdy, the Mr. Irrelevant. It would be the most fitting thing of all time that a Mr. Irrelevant is the guy that wins it all. We will never talk about Mr. Irrelevant the same way again. Now, every single year for the rest of our lives, when that time comes to pick Mr. Irrelevant, it will be all about Brock Purdy. Get ready for that. For the rest of our lives. And we will all remember who he bit on those on those playoffs. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. That is the biggest single thing that you can do to help out the show. It takes about one second. It is super easy as well. Just hit the thumbs up. It helps us put the show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. And we can grow the ADC Sports Dallas community. Thanks so much for tuning in to the show tonight. I had a lot of fun. It is Thursday night. That means that we will see each other until Sunday night. Not exactly sure about the timing of it. since There is going to be a game being played that everyone's going to be watching. But we can watch it together. There's no problem there. Hit the thumbs up for me. And enjoy your weekend. First weekend without the Cowboys playing this postseason. But hey, there are fun games at least. Prime time, as always, brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. 
I will see you Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. Tengan un excelente fin de semana y nos vemos el domingo. Adiós.